Currency Press is Australia's oldest, independently owned performing arts publisher. We've been sharing Australian stories since 1971, and with those stories we've also shared insights, ideas and critiques. We think of them as stories about stories, the stories behind stories, stories that prepare us for the journey we're about to undertake. Today, Toby Leon will be reading Jan McCarthy's forward to the Shoehorn Sonata, which was first performed in 1995 at the Ensemble Theatre in Sydney. Jan McCarthy is a former director of the Nursing Services Army, member of the Nurses' National Memorial Committee and Honorary Colonel and Representative Honorary Colonel of the Royal Australian Army Nurses' Corps. Here's Toby reading The Unacknowledged, which Jan wrote to coincide with the play's publication in 1996. John Misto's The Shoehorn Sonata was first seen by audiences in 1995, during the Year of Australia Remembers, the year when we remembered and thanked a generation who secured our freedom through the dark days of the Second World War. The play won the Australia Remembers National Playwriting Competition with a prize of $20,000. As a young teenager, John Misto read White Coolies, written by Betty Jeffrey, a member of the Australian Army Nursing Service who, with 23 of her colleagues, survived captivity in Sumatra and Malaya. The story obsessed him for a number of years until he finally wrote this play. The play centres on two characters, one a down-to-earth Australian army nurse with a Catholic background, and the other a young civilian English girl who meet after their ships have been sunk while fleeing from Singapore in 1942. They form a friendship which survives three and a half years of captivity as prisoners of the Japanese emperor in camps in Malaya and Sumatra, and 50 years later, with other former prisoners, they meet at a reunion organised by a documentary maker. Neither is sure where this friendship is at, as no contact was made during the post-war years. They are wary of each other and of renewing their friendship. The shoehorn was given to the army nurse by her father, a former World War I soldier, when she joined the army. This item becomes useful in the camps, ultimately used as a metronome by the Coral Society, which was formed by the prisoners. This society survives until illness and death deprives it of its members. Undeterred, the two friends form a sonata as they live day by day under the brutality of their captors. While food and medicine become almost non-existent, they find their music cannot be taken from them. And for a time, it releases them from captivity and sets them free. As the story unfolds, we become aware that one has paid a terrible price to save her friend, who is unaware of this sacrifice. In the dark days during the fall of Singapore, 65 members of the Australian Army Nursing Service sailed under protest aboard the Vinerbrook on the 12th of February 1942. Two days later, the ship received several direct hits by Japanese aircraft and sank within half an hour. Twelve nurses were either killed or drowned in the water. Others who swam or were in lifeboats made it to shore on Banker Island, Sumatra. One group of 22 nurses reached Raji Beach, together with some male survivors. After a time, they gave themselves up to the Japanese, who separated the men marched them behind a bluff, and on their return began cleaning their bayonets. They then ordered the nurses to march into the sea and shot them in the back. One nurse survived, Vivian Bullwinkle, who managed to feign death and eventually escaped into the jungle where she met a male survivor. And together they survived in the jungle for several days, eventually deciding to give themselves up to the Japanese when it all became too much. The surviving 32 nurses were reunited after several days and spent the next three and a half years together with civilian women and children and British Army nurses in camps throughout Sumatra and Malaya. The nurses were to lose another eight of their number before being repatriated and returning to Australia at the end of the war. 
During their captivity, they were deprived of food, medicine, often humiliated and beaten by their captors. Of the original 65, only 24 survived. Today, those still alive remain a tightly knit group revered by soldiers, in particular those men of the 8th Division who themselves suffered under Japanese hands. This play highlights a part of Australian military history that is not well known. Australian army nurses were prisoners of war along with soldiers, sailors and airmen and suffered as did their male colleagues. All were deprived of basic comforts and the freedom which we take so much for granted in today's society. Some members of the audience were no doubt surprised to find this play was inspired by actual events. And the playwright donated his $20,000 prize to the Royal College of Nursing Australia, which has formed the Nurses' National Memorial Committee. This committee is working towards creating a memorial to military nurses who have served, suffered and died in the cause of humanity. This gesture has been greatly appreciated by all members of the nursing profession and former military nurses and stands as an inspiration in the fight towards recognition. This reading is part of the Not In Print podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please contact us via Facebook or Twitter. This reading was recorded in Sydney and produced by Currency Press with the generous assistance of Rachel Corbett.